Well, hello, music teacher friends. Welcome to episode number 56 of the Beyond Measure podcast. This is Christina Whitlock, your self-proclaimed anytime piano teacher friend, and I am just really glad that you're joining me today. So welcome one and welcome all. Have you ever been listening to something or reading something or watched something, whatever, that at the time you didn't think was anything all that special, but then as time wears on, you actually find yourself thinking about that thing like quite a bit? (laughs) Well, it definitely happens to me anyway, and I thought I would share something that has been heavy on my mind this last several months. Somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, probably a year ago, I was listening to a podcast and all I can really remember is it was an interview with someone who had done something noteworthy. (laughs) It was most definitely one of these cases where I wasn't really even paying much attention because every question and every answer felt pretty standard and I didn't think I was taking anything away from it. But as time wore on, I realized that one thing I heard that day really did end up giving me a lot to think about really ever since. So again, I am acknowledging the fact that this is the worst attempt at storytelling because for the life of me, I cannot remember whose podcast this was or who was being interviewed on it, but a question was asked about what the best lesson the guest learned from their childhood was, and the guest's response has really stuck with me. She said that her parents had taught her from a very early age that life was a constant series of changes, that nothing stayed exactly the same forever. Of course, we know this to be true, right? (laughs) She said, though, that she grew up very much understanding that nothing here on earth was permanent, and that lesson had profound impact on the way that she approached everything in her life. It helped her deal with unexpected events like grief and loss and fear and all the things. And it helped her let go of this misled notion that so many of us carry around, uh, you know, that we should somehow be able to predict our own futures. Life is a constant series of change, friends. And wow, if the last few years haven't affirmed that lesson, well, I don't really even know what to say. I mean, when you think about it, isn't most of our struggle in life born out of some kind of change that we just don't want to accept? Seriously, name something, anything that you're struggling with right now, and I bet you can trace it back to some kind of change. So, again, please forgive me for not having more details because I absolutely hate to be using this woman's story without proper attribution, (laughs) but I just can't help but wonder now 
how many of us are actively seeking to teach up-and-coming generations that life is a constant series of change? As a teacher, I feel like I have this talk with my students quite a bit, really. I mean, we talk about how insecurities bubble up at different times in our lives and that they bubble up in different ways. You know, like how we feel when we're performing or even just practicing for that matter. You know, that changes dramatically in different seasons of our lives. Teach your students to expect that and embrace it. Our practice schedules change in all kinds of ways throughout our lives. Don't we know it? (laughs) I know that I've just recently been able to put myself back on a somewhat consistent practice schedule, and it feels like I've come home to myself in a really important way. So we need to teach our students to expect their schedules are going to change often and to embrace it. We actually teach change all the time. Whenever we're introducing students to a new style or a new technique or building aural skills or sight playing skills or whatever the case may be, those are changes that, yes, are uncomfortable sometimes, but they are also so necessary. We need to be teaching our students that those changes are going to keep coming their way and they need to embrace them instead of resisting them. So take this however you want it because I think it's every bit as true inside the music studio as it is in any other aspect of life, but it just feels like our culture in general has grown to be way too fearful of change. It's, by the way, okay to admit that you were wrong. It's okay to change your mind. In fact, I'm very leery of anyone who still holds the exact same opinions as they did 20 years ago. That feels like a big old red flag to me. (laughs) Can you name an example of a time that you have changed your mind? I bet you can, because teachers tend to be ahead of the curve here, I find, anyway. (laughs) But I will give you an example from Piano Teacher World, and just for fun, I'll make it a festive one, since we are coming up on Christmas time here. Many years ago in my teaching, and I'm thinking this was probably close to, I don't know, 15 or 20 years ago, Um, I used to try to encourage my students to play with a rounded hand shape this time of year by jokingly referring to Santa Claus, (laughs) as in C-L-A-W-S, claws, like an animal, right? (laughs) Santa Claus, get it? (laughs) I would remind my students about playing with Santa Claus. The kids would all giggle and we'd have a lot of fun with it and You know, I thought I was really clever for having come up with it. However, some of you are cringing right now, just like I do, for the record, because telling piano students to think of a claw is not actually a good parallel to a proper handshape. (laughs) So that encourages a gripping motion that is not effective for playing the piano. But I loved my cute little reference to Santa Claus, 
And even though I knew better, I kept using it for several years. In the end, I just didn't want to change. I saw it as one of, like, my things, and I just thought it was cute. So eventually I did change my mind. You'll be happy to know I have not used the Santa Claus example in many, many years. (laughs) But I want to encourage you guys to think about things that maybe you need to change. It's okay. It's part of life. It's part of growing. It's part of becoming a better teacher. So embrace it. So maybe you tried a new policy change and it backfired on you in a big way. (laughs) Maybe you are dabbling more and more in a new approach to teaching, but it feels hard to abandon the things that you've been doing up until now. Maybe your life is screaming at you to find a way to change your working hours or to find a way to get some practice time on the calendar. Maybe you want to change your approach to competitions or festivals or try a different kind of recital this year. Do you want to abandon a curriculum that you're comfortable with but you're also pretty sure there's a better way? Do you need to change your employment location? Or have you been sulking over the fact that you've lost students in these past couple of years? Or similarly, maybe you have struggled this year because, in general, your students aren't as advanced as they used to be. Um, I have a whole episode on that. It's episode number three of this podcast called Cheers to Seasons. Whatever your situation might be, I wanted to remind you today that life is a constant series of changes. I know that they are scary and overwhelming a lot of the time, and I really wish I could give you like a golden ticket to take those emotions out of it, but I can't. I will say, though, that embracing the fact that these things are inevitable and will come your way is a step in the right direction. I'll tell you one cute story before we wrap up today. So I took a former student of mine out for coffee a few weeks ago while she was home on break. Now, this is a precious girl who studied with me for a little more than 12 years. She was my go-to babysitter. I mean, the whole thing, right? And she's getting ready to finish her undergrad degree this spring. So I asked her half-jokingly, to tell me the biggest lesson that she's taken away from her undergraduate studies. And do you want to know what she said? She said she's learned that change is a part of life, and it's okay that things don't work out according to your own original plans. (laughs) She told me that she's found freedom in accepting the fact that her life has already taken multiple unexpected turns. I was so proud of her. I mean, isn't that a life lesson you wish you knew in your early 20s? Because I feel like I would have benefited from that. (laughs) And again, in light of the fact that this conversation has already been bouncing around inside my brain for several months, I just found the whole thing quite affirming. So now, this is me reminding you that life is a series of change things don't get to stay the same as much as we want them to. (laughs) So embrace the changes. 
And while you're at it, teach your students to embrace them as well. Before we part ways, of course, let me offer up a toast to you. Music teacher friends of the world, today we are coming to acceptance with the fact that our lives are constantly changing. People and ideas and opportunities, they are all growing in us and around us. And sometimes that's in a way that leaves us feeling all warm and fuzzy inside, but sometimes it leaves us feeling cheated or dismissed or just irritated. (laughs) But life is a series of changes. And I want to offer you encouragement today to make that change that has been sitting on your heart, the one that you've been weighing pros and cons for all year. We are barreling closer and closer to a new year, my friends. So now might be a good time to embrace the change that is coming for you in the new year. So with that in mind, I raise my optimistic glass to you, my brave teacher friends. Hear, hear. Thank you for listening to episode number 56 of the Beyond Measure podcast. If you are listening to this episode in real time, I know that many of you are heading into your final weeks of teaching for the year 2021. I wish you all the success in the world to end, well, on a high note. Sorry, not sorry for the musical pun. Please take time to do all the things this week. Work hard. Well, maybe anyway. Rest well. And of course, be nice, my friends. We'll talk soon.